Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. February 9th, 2024. 5.40 a.m. Hope all things are well with you. Getting ready to go to work. Uh, Then we will uh, travel tonight. About two hours away, a little less watch my son play basketball, Uh, and then I will launch into my usual weekend routine. We'll be cleaning, uh, doing laundry, blah, blah, blah. You know how this works. Uh, I am grateful, though, to have a job where I have weekends off. I, you know, uh, I remember when I left the ministry, uh, being able to have a Sunday was really nice, so... I kind of like having weekends. So, whatever it is you do for a living, I hope you have some rest, whatever that day is. I want to talk today about doing the work of life. And here's what I mean by that. I mean that regardless of of who we are, regardless of our status or, or what we what we earn or don't earn, regardless of where we're at spiritually. Life, especially if you're in relationships, if you're in, you know, if you work, if you, if you engage, let me say it that way, life is work. And I think sometimes people pursue a spiritual life or a religious life, and those, I do define those two things differently to find some sort of escape from the, the real work of being human, the practical work of being human. And I want to talk about that this morning because ultimately, unless we are off in the woods by ourselves with no connection to, to humanity, we have to be connected. And that presents challenges. I mean, we already have the challenge of our programming that we have required. We have the challenge of our egos that we're trying to work our way out of, our false self. But we also have the challenge of family, kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, grandparents, spouses, friends, co-workers. We have the challenge of making ends meet in our family. We have the challenge of, of, of everyday life. We have our own motivations. We have our own agendas. And I don't want to make it sound too daunting, but I think part of leading a spiritual life is, is attending to these things, is, is becoming aware of them, is, is becoming aware of them intuitively on a very deep level, becoming aware of the issues enough to employ some, some practical work to resolve issues. So, I mean, I could name a myriad of... <laughs> I could name so many issues from, you know, 
being in relationships, to addictions, to just bad habits, to co-workers, to making ends meet in your family, to dealing with problem children, uh, to, you know, worrying about, I mean, I, I could go on for hours about how many issues each one of us has in life. But I want to talk about how spiritually we can approach the issues. Because it's easy to deny them. Life can wear us down, we can get tired, and we can just straight up not want to deal with stuff. Now the problem with that is this, that unless we can really let go of things, and some things we can't, you know, if you're in a marriage that needs work, can't let go of it. If you have kids that need help, can't let go of it, shouldn't let go of it. we got to figure out how to do this stuff, this life stuff. And hiding behind religion or, you know, pseudo-spirituality isn't going to cut it. Because it's going to leave you still knowing there's something wrong. Now, let me say this. Not every relationship should go on, right? Uh... My first marriage was not married very long to the person. It was just a mistake. It was, we were just too young. Both living very much out of a false sense of self. And uh, got a wonderful daughter out of it. Uh, But that relationship needed to end in order for my growth to happen. Many jobs have needed to end. I needed to get out of the ministry in order for my growth to happen. So I'm not saying that we need to preserve everything, but we have to have this self-awareness to really discern right from wrong, to really discern when to go and when to stay, to really discern things deeper than our own ego need. And that's not easy. That's not easy. Because we have conflated those things for so many years. And what might shock you, and what has shocked me, is that some of the things I thought were just my ego were really legitimate needs in my life. Legitimate sort of ways I needed to express myself that I couldn't. Now, it's easy to think the other way around about that, right? It's easy to say to ourselves, oh, that's just my ego. I really don't need that. But if it's persistent, you need to look at that. You need to take seriously how to deal with some of this stuff. Let me give you sort of a, you know, maybe an easy example of of what I mean from my life. I I won't delve into my own psyche here. Let me take something as simple as playing guitar. Uh, For the first 30 years of my life, I was fascinated with playing guitar. Never really picked it up in any serious way. 
I would have vivid recurring dreams about being able to play guitar. I mean, I'm a lot. <clears throat> and I would tell myself, I, you know, I don't have time. I don't have the skill. I don't have the patience. I would tell myself all this stuff. Finally, around the age of, of 30, maybe a little before, I went to a friend and, and got a few free lessons and uh, bought a used guitar off him. I still have the guitar in my room. And even though I have the guitar, I, you know, I learned a few chords. I, I'd set it back down. A year later, I'd pick it up. I'd set it back down. A few months later, I'd pick it up. Set it back down. A few weeks later, I'd pick it up. Finally, decided one day, I'm, I just need to do this. I just need to deal with this internal need to express myself this way. And I devoted, and I had the resources and the time, I devoted that time to learning guitar. Now, I'm no expert at guitar. I can play just about any tune uh, if I know the melody and the chords. And it, it's become a wonderful part of my self-expression. I encounter a lot of people who have the same desire about not just playing guitar, but a lot of different things. They want a more intimate life. They want a more productive life. They want a more creative life. They have these inner stirrings to do these things. But what they do is they say, well, since my life circumstances are as such, I really don't have the time or the capacity or the wherewithal or the resources to address it. So I will deny it or ignore it. And the more they do that, the more frustrated they become. I will tell you much of my impatience and much of my frustration comes from you know, me struggling to deal with things in, in life that life has handed me. And it doesn't do any good to deny those things. And life is really, it has to contain, our spiritual life has to contain that work. Uh, so, you know, the question then becomes, what is that deep stirring in you? What is that deep frustration in you? What is that need in you that is probably beyond your ego that you need to attend to? Now, we don't want to attend to bolstering our ego. We all, you know, maybe we want to climb the corporate ladder for power and control. I think that kind of stuff is egocentric. You know, I did that stuff. It, that's just me wanting to be seen. I'm talking about, you know, what do you really want? What, what, what are your real energies? What, what is the real way in which you want to express your truest self? Maybe it is something as simple 
I'm looking at my guitar right now. You could hear me play it. <laughs> it sits right by my chair. Maybe it is something as simple as, as needing to learn how to paint or play guitar or write poetry or just setting down and doing it. Don't, you know, just do it. Maybe it is a deeper intimacy in your relationships, a deeper um, expression of yourself in your work life. You're not going to figure that stuff out perfectly, but you got to do something. You got to do something with that stuff because that's your true self yearning to come out. It, it, it's your, you know, I knew there was a way I needed to express myself through song. I, I knew that the whole time. And now I can. And it took a lot of painful, painful labor to learn how to play this instrument. Uh, a lot of practice. And I didn't get that done by setting it back down, folks. I got it done by picking it up and and, and wrestling with it and and learning it. Well, I think the same is true with our relationships. You've got to do that work. Now, I will grant to you that that's a little more difficult in that you have two different understandings of reality in a relationship. But, and being in you know, a marriage, a partner, a spouse, kids, whatever the relationship is. But there are things you can do, you know, to, to, to help in practical ways, anything. First and foremost, you can be the mature one. You can be the one who does the work. You can be the one who has patience and nurtures. And, and if you really love people, you, you, will, you will do that. But you also have to take care of yourself in the midst of this. You know, you have to get your rest. You have to uh, find your hobbies. You have to find your balance. So my point is this, and I'm going to end here because I, I need to go take my shower, that spirituality is not finding an answer and then setting back. It's about taking that self-awareness and engaging it more and more and more in life. It's not about finding your true self, taking it off to a mountain somewhere and meditating. At least for me, it's not. It's about then digging deeper into yourself, into your life, in a never-ending cycle of work, in a never-ending cycle of going deeper into yourself. And if you do this out of love and in compassion, for everyone involved, even for yourself, uh, you will find yourself in a much deeper, much more expansive, um, sometimes more difficult, but more worth doing place, you know, a more authentic place. Anyway, there you have it. Thanks for your time, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.